So, how long have you been Ant-Man again? Not long. It just sort of happened. I wish I could fight bad guys like you. I seem to mess it up almost every time. Maybe you just need someone watching your back. Like a partner. Dr. Pym, I actually heard what happened to you. You opened up the quantum realm. Welcome to Wednesday Comics Special Report. I am here with Garrett. Numero dos. Numero, no, three. It really was our second one. Uh, free comic day. Oh, you're right. Well, that was the gauntlet, though. No, was it? Oh, well, we, we did, did one. Episode. We did an episode that was just all. Okay. Yeah, this is Dang, uh, Trace. Me and Garrett just got back from Ant-Man and the Wasp, the 20th Marvel movie, right? Correct? There was 18 when Black Panther came out. Yep. So that 19 was Infinity War, 20 is Ant-Man. Uh, directed by Peyton Reed, starring Paul Rudd, uh, Walter Goggins, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, we just got back from it, and we're going to do a little non-spoilers up here up front, and then we're going to go right into spoilers. The movie's not that long, about an hour we and a half. We were surprised how short 45. it was. I didn't even look at the time before, and I was like, what? I think like it clocks in at 1.44. That's what I saw. Really? I will give it credit. Obviously, you can give it credit over Fantastic Four because it had three acts in like half the time. So I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, that's how you do a movie. So non-spoiler, Garrett. Uh, mm-hmm. We just came back from it. What do you think? Um, I, I think it did exactly what it was intended to. Like Infinity War was very intense and everyone's like, how the hell am I going to process my life after that movie? And this one's like, oh, this is fun. Like it's a nice comical upbeat um, you know, if you remember Ant-Man 1, it's that same atmosphere. You know, you're getting a ton of comedy, uh, witty banter. Um, the action's cool. The technology's cool. Um, and there's definitely new things to see. I don't think you're going to go into this thinking you're going to see the same old things. I think you're going to see some some fresh things. Um, I definitely think there's more creative things with the powers than the first movie. I mean, the first yeah. movie has to get you used to the idea, and then now right. they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, definitely... I do think they understood how funny the first movie was and how people reacted to it. So it, I think it is, there's more jokes in it, obviously. Oh, yeah. I'd say 80%. Uh, the first one like had like a serious storyline, but jokes around it. This one, I feel like, was more on the jokes. And like even when there was like situations in which it should be more serious, it still was a comedy during that part. So it's it, if you're going to go into it, it's not an action comedy. It's more just a comedy with action. Right. Um, I saw Paul Rudd contributed to the script, so he got his hands in on the script. So he made it on the first one either. I don't know. Um, I thought it was really funny. It's yeah. fun. Like you said, it's light. I wouldn't go to it being like, oh, here's the next chapter. What happened? That's no, not, not uh, even. I was saying right before this to Marvin, it's a one shot. Like It yeah. literally is just a contained story that uh, will just keep you loving Marvel movies. I mean... They haven't had a bad one yet, so I don't think there's a weak link in the movie at all. A link in the movie, it's it's uh, fun, but um, there's nothing really. I mean, see, that's a weird thing, right? I can say that I liked it. Yeah, right. It's it's uh, strong in what it tries to do. It doesn't try to do more than when what it's uh, set out to do. Right. But then again, it's like it's kind of weird the placement of this movie, right? I mean, it has. We'll talk about in a second. It has to be in this place. However, it seems weird that uh like you said we had a really uh what did you call it strong deep heavy deep heavy movie heavy yeah, this way yeah had a heavy movie and then this one comes out it's lighter 
And so the next movie we're going to have is Captain Marvel, which should be as uh, not really heavy, but it, it's going to be leading more. It's going to say a lot of answers for the next Avengers movie. Right. Because if you saw the end of uh, spoilers for if you haven't seen her anymore at the end, they call it Captain Marvel. So obviously it's a bigger tie in than this movie. Um, but overall, I liked it. Did I like it more than the first one? You know what? I, I don't remember the first one that much. <laughs> I remember the first one enough that I remember enjoying the first one more than yeah. this one. I, I mean, it does seem kind of like it's in the shadow of the first film a little bit. I think the actors are stronger in this movie, but the I agree plot with that. is stronger in the first movie. Yes, I would say so. The cast is like, I don't even, it's got an amazing cast. There are so many people in that movie I didn't know would be in it, and I was like, wow, that's impressive. Uh, yeah, um... Michael Pena as Luis is really good. Yeah. In this movie, Evangeline Lily, I really liked in this movie. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Walter Goggins really, I mean, he's a great actor, but he really didn't do that much in this movie. No. Lauren Fishburne. I'm too. sick of him no. being a bad guy, to be honest. <laughs> Why don't you try being a good guy for once? I'm so sick of Walter Goggins being a bad guy in every TV show, every movie. I'm sick of it. Try something new. If Fishburne was there, I mean, he yeah. does his thing. He was no Morpheus or Perry White. <laughs> he was just kind of like, but okay, uh, all right. Uh, and like in even the actress who played Ghost, I'm sorry, I'll look it up here in a second, but um, I thought she was fine, but like nothing much. Right. Once kind of uh, one sided, not really, there's no really dimension to her. Well, if you've kind of, I mean, throughout the, all the Marvel movies, there's always been that villain problem. This is probably another side effect of that. I mean, was there really a villain in this movie? To no, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I mean, if you think back to the first Ant Man movie, like who cares about that villain, also, right. like. And I mean, you, you just said, like, in most of them, who cares about the villain? It's right. more about the hero. And you know what the main uh, thing, the issue they have with villains is, is that for some reason they want either the villain to die by the end or the villain to not be a villain at the end. Yeah. So, like, there's all these villains that somehow have to be, like, be have their whole arc in that one movie. Mm-hmm. And so they're so rushed and so underdeveloped by the time you get to the point when it would be like uh, a normal person. Like in the first movie, you have Scott and you know he's going to be coming back for more. So they can just do like the beginning part of his character arc. Whereas like in this movie, uh, Ghost, it's like, let me do the whole arc in this whole movie. Right. And that's what they do with everything. But that's why, you know, they set up Thanos for so long and that's why he's so great because you've seen so much of All him. All the seeds planted. And when he comes, you already know who he is and he's already there and the, so you can just do the plot. So the character development part was in the end of those movies and then plot here we go you don't even know anything about him when in this movie like there's literally okay we're getting to spoilers here oh i want to say one oh, last yeah. thing oh i would go see it if you yeah i would say go see it it's definitely worth it and i think this is probably more of a family movie too like there's a lot of like parent children like parents. it's definitely a movie about yeah. fathers and daughters fathers and daughters um so, well i don't that we'll save that for spoilers the other part but um yeah i would say that yeah uh, spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, turn it off. I know this is going to be a quick review, like we said, not that long of a movie. Very short. Uh, I wanted to say, so what I was saying before, like they're trying to develop the, the villain and they do it literally in one scene when they're tied up. Yeah. <laughs> She's like telling her whole backstory, like and literally I, monologue. I think that was story. the, that probably the worst part of the movie. It for is. Me. It is the worst scene. You don't even, so they, they kind of made it seem like Bill Foster, Lawrence Fishburne's character was her dad, but then it was like, no, this guy in this lab was my dad and then I went to go save my dad and then my mom came in after and then they I was like man this is a very complex backstory like I was I kind of got lost and I was just like okay so she's got whatever transferable powers it is yeah yeah, just to show how she got powers and why she hates uh, Hank 
Right. Like in, in because her dad's best friend decided to fuck around with an experiment and be like, oh, killed your family. In uh, Hank's like, I don't know what. Uh, what's his name? Goliath. Bill Foster. Bill Foster. I don't know what Bill's like feeding her to these lies. They never really come to like, they never talk about that ever again. Be like, I didn't kill your parents. So by the end, when they're helping, now he comes in with a little teddy bear and is like, just try again. (laughs) But I mean, by the end of the movie, when a ghost is sitting on their side, they never once have a conversation where it's like, I didn't kill you. Like your dad did some bad things and that's why I let him go. Like they never come to like, so it's like I said, it's a very rushed villain. Right. As always. Which is, yeah, the problem. But, I mean, this movie does... I mean, it lives on those jokes. It lives on the action and the fun things that it tries to do. And that it, that part, it does succeed. So I think it follows more of the hero's arc, but very subtracted of a villain's arc. I mean, he really doesn't... Uh, Scott, really... The only thing he does is prove to uh, Evangeline Lily Hope that she can trust him again. But really, as a character, he really doesn't do anything else. It's like it's more that he's there to be by her side and like the hers the Axis movie really is her movie. Yeah, it is. It is. It's about her. She's a badass in this movie. She is. She's such a great actress. At the end, she learns to let people in, and she, you know, Scott, and then now Cassie and uh, Cassie is also great in this movie. I love I, that actress is great. Was she the she was the same daughter in the first yeah. one? Right. Wow, that's pretty impressive. To like, it's been a couple of years and you know, further that acting ability. Like I thought she was pretty convincing. Cassie is a, a great character in the comics. She later becomes Ant-Man or it gets a suit. Right. Or becomes some sort of uh, I can't remember what her hero. name is. Yeah, I forgot to. I should look that up. Um, but Ant's they, child. they hint at it a few times in this movie that she's going to be her, his partner and just said, nope, he wanted you as his partner. Uh, things like that. And Goliath's movie. This movie has a lot of people in it. Uh, Ghost, as we talked about before. Um, Ghost is a great character. I love Ghost. In the comics, it's a guy, but in this movie, it's somebody else. I thought Ghost, the, uh, the character in this movie, was terrifying. Like they, It kind of reminded me of like It Follows, where it's just beelining right for you, the character is. And this one, obviously, she can phase through objects so they don't even like get affected. Stature, she, pl- she plays. Oh, stature. And it's like you turn one way, and she just like beelines right through like cement and concrete i'm like that's pretty it's pretty creepy in uh in the comics yeah i mentioned to uh you at mm-hmm. the end of the movie i was like i wonder if they're gonna do a thunderbolts movie because by the end of the movie she turns good or in yeah. a way we see that she's not evil anymore and uh that's what happens in the comics he's do you think um, uh goliath's gonna be there goliath uh, will be there because luke cage xavier? and the other one and the other one luke cage is their xavier okay and then thunderbolt they have juggernaut they have ghosts they have a few people on that team, so... Maybe that's that Fox Disney deal. Spoilers for Deadpool 2. <laughs> well, I was thinking, okay, so they do make a Thunderbolts movie. Yeah. And they have Ghost, and they have Goliath as their lead man, because he's the one who keeps them from doing bad things, like they, like he did in this movie. Right. He Like, they set that up. Who else do they have, really? Bucky. I mean, they could kind of morph that team a little bit. Bucky. They don't really have any more ref- reformed villains. I mean, you guess yeah. you could have Scott on there. He's an ex-con. It's the same thing why that Luke Cage was on that team, because he was an ex-con, but really, right. he's not a villain. Um, maybe, um, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, right. Bring him in. Um, uh, now he's helping Dumbo fly. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, what's the guy, Baron, not Baron Von Zemo. He's evil still at the end. I know he's evil, but like, what's he going to do? Baron Zemo? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I would say Red Skull, but that guy's uh, off on a different planet protecting the Soul Stone. Actually, not anymore. So All he's right. got free time. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? Nobody else. There's no other villains. Yeah. I mean, all you got is Ghost. Maybe you set up a new villain. They got plenty of time. You just you have those two as the people you bring, and then all the rest of them are new. So. Well, but anyways. I mean, in Spider-Man 2, isn't it going to be, uh, was it uh, not Chameleon, Vulture? No, not Vulture. That was the first one. Uh, what's the guy with the tail? Lizard. Not Lizard. <laughs> Scorpion. Scorpion. I don't think it's gonna be Scorpion, right? Isn't it uh, Mysterio? Oh, yeah. Isn't um, it who? Um, what's his name? Is playing the guy from uh, Luke Cage? No, I don't know. I'm screwing everything. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Isn't he playing Mysterio? Oh yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, in the, when the villain that's talking to Michael Keaton at the end of Homecoming. Oh yeah, yeah that's Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I get confused. Right, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to this movie. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> fan fanscaping. Uh, so actually, this movie overall, there's not much like this thing. Like, you're gonna go this movie. We can't really talk about plot points because nothing. I mean, it's, it's a very it's, light plot. It's on its jokes. It's on the action, and we can't really can't talk about that. It was fun, right? Um, yeah. I did like there was a there were uh, enough jokes where I laughed, and they were strong enough that I think I laughed at every joke. I don't think there's any joke that like dropped and I didn't laugh at it. The action is at a certain point now where I thought it was still cool. I was like, hey, cool. Like, I mean, yeah. you think at a certain point you run out of stuff to do. Stuff shrinks and stuff gets big. You know what I mean? But they introduced all these, like, you know, the Hot Wheels toys and um, Hank's then, lab can shrink. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. It's like a suitcase. And uh, them and those cars. And, like, there's some cool uh, car scenes in this movie. And then, uh, you know, Scott growing big and not being able to go small and things like that. You know that. what I did like about this movie that obviously we didn't realize in the past and I probably introduced in this movie is that when he goes super big, it wears him out. Yeah. He gets really tired and I like that they kind of made that its own thing for this movie. Like, we don't know about that in the other movies, but this one, they're like, they explain like, being that big comes at a price. That's probably why he can't always do it because he'll fall asleep. In the first movie, they say if he gets that big that it would tear him apart. Yeah. In this one, it would just made him tired. So right. at this point, the suit's fixed. I don't know what's going on. Right. But, um, they go to the uh, quantum realm, the quantum void. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's cool visuals. I just think Peyton Reed at this point is kind of like what it is with uh, James Gunn, where he just can do whatever he wants with that. You know, right. it's like his own that's what it felt universe. Like. Yeah. Like this isn't really that connected to the other ones. We'll talk about something else in a second where it does get connected. But I mean, overall, it just is not like a Captain America or an Iron Man where it's like, you know, you know, uh, all about the main story, really. Like Winter Soldier was about Hydra and that affected everything, right? And you have Iron Man three, uh, not really. Oh well, he gets rid of the suits, but yeah. then they comes back. <laughs> Worthless plot point. Um, but he's in Spider Man. You know, he's more connected yeah. to the movies. And this one, it's just like you said, one shot. Like this is Ant Man and the Wasp. He should be, you know, it should just be called the Wasp. But Ant Man's in it. Yeah, um, she is definitely the main character. Like I really liked her. It does follow his, his arc more though. I think with his family and stuff. It is from his perspective, but right. it really is about like. Her movie, her mom's gonna be rescued. It's, it's they say a lot of backstory about Hank and uh, Janet, and so you know, like overall, it's more her movie, but he's in it. Yeah, and there is one thing you know, gotta love to be nitpicky about Marvel, anything. But I thought the romance between Scott and Hope, like there was parts where it was really good. There was other parts where I was like, ooh, I don't really get that. This it is it does go from time. her not liking him at all to all of a sudden she really likes him. She starts making out of it. And like I, I'm just like, don't you have a conversation? Like what you did was wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's really no point like where she's like all of a sudden. Well, I guess throughout the movies they had those they stare at each other and stuff. Right. I mean, it's like it does go from staring to making out. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, also, then she can't keep his hands but, up. But, like, she was, like, pissed in the beginning of the movie. Like, don't even want to fucking look at you pissed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would go see it. It's a great movie. I really much, not much we can talk about it. But I think if we, th- or if I'm thinking, like, in the scale of great Marvel movies, good Marvel movies, okay, or, like, never want to see again, it's, like, in the good. Yeah, I right? would say so, too. It's, like, it's I mean, not like, uh, Thor Dark World bad. I'm not going to be thinking about this movie next week or like maybe not even a couple days. Right. But if I ever wanted to watch it again, I would watch it again. It has that replay vil- or rewatchability because of the jokes and the action. But in terms of plot, it's like it could have been yeah. about anything. And the jokes still could have been in there probably. Right. Uh, like it's I said, it's a fun popcorn flick for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't regret seeing it at all. But no. also at the same time, it's like if somebody's like, if I skip this movie, is it okay? Like I do I have to see this one to watch the rest of them? No, you probably can. Right. Well, there's uh, so at the end sequence, uh Scott goes into the quantum realm to get uh some of the quantum realm. He's feeling to like heal. a quantum battery. Yeah, to, to heal ha- ghosts. Yeah, to heal ghosts more, which like there's a very awkward scene where Michelle Pfeiffer as the uh Oh, that was the only point also. Like that that one scene was a bad scene. That was the only point where I was like is that how we're doing now? Like she has some days ain't mocking now she can heal. Right. She's got like quantum abilities to heal you. <laughs> and like the girl's like, oh, I'm whole again. But now I guess it doesn't. It's Which means it, it's fine that she has that power, but it's weird that like it all solves all their problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, oh, okay. But then you're right. Like, does she have unlimited or what's going on here? Now they right. going to go back and get more or yeah. like. It's like, let's go to the most dangerous place where I lost my mom for 30 years. And I, no I, know, <laughs> and I thought that she had healed her. I guess she didn't heal her 100%. And yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but like I said, the villain's probably the weakest part, but that's not any different. Well, let's than, talk about the timeline about the next, before the next So part. it takes place mostly before Infinity War, and then the after credit scene, or the mid credit scene, right. takes place at the snap, because Scott goes into the quantum realm, and when he's in there, Janet, Hope, and... Uh, excuse me, uh, Hank. Hank all turned to dust. Right. And they're gone. And I'm assuming that his family's gone too because they show that one where the ants only the round. Well, that was his apartment. Yeah, but the door's open. Who walked in? Who's in there? Thanos. <laughs> you no, the, the ant at the very end credit scene is playing the fucking drums. Uh, like, just, someone had to get in there. Okay. Well, we'll say those three are gone. We know for sure. You're right. Yeah. Um, so Which Scott, could explain in Infinity or why he's not there if they have to really pull it out of the hat. Like, be like, well, he's stuck the in the quantum at, realm. The snap's at the end, though, of Infinity War. That's literally right. the last thing he does before he leaves to go stir into the sunset. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm wondering, True. like, that whole battle, like, in New York and all that stuff like that, it must be from when this movie ends, technically, technically ends, and then we have Was that this movie in New York? It's in San Francisco. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's on the other coast. Uh, yeah. But I mean, that would be on the news. Hey, guy's <laughs> trying to get out of fucking house arrest. That's what I mean. They never, like, we never see any hint of it. I would like to have seen it with, during that car chase, like in the news or something. Yeah. To be like, oh, this is when that's taking place. Right. You can see that spaceship hovering because over. Because it still doesn't explain or... where he was during the battle. It yeah. explains where he was when Thanos won, <laughs> but it doesn't explain where he was the whole other time. True. Uh, not that I need explanation, but still, like it would be cool to be like, "Hey, that's what was happening. That's why he's not there." We still don't know why Hawkeye wasn't there, but you know, I I'm kind of getting annoyed with the end credit scenes now for the Marvel movies because now they're just trying to fuck with you. Like we get that mid credit scene where the it's snap the mid credit scene, which means something means something now. But now the end is like a comedy, like so, whatever. I don't even think it's worth watching. But you see the ant playing the drum some more. But then it goes, Ammon and the Wasp will return, and then there's like a 
second later, question mark. I'm like, come on, you fucks. Like, we know they're coming back. That's the one thing we didn't talk about during our Infinity War review, which I want to talk about quick, and then we can wrap this up here, because not much else to say. (laughs) I mean, I give it like an eight, solid eight. I think I was sent more like a seven, just because I think it is it. I think it does suffer kind of from sequel, not fatigue, but it's just like I don't know. I just feel like the first. Well, one I, th- I feel like they're on the same level for me. Yeah, I mean they're close. I don't think one's. I worse think this than the one's other. funnier. You think it's more funny? Yeah, but I, I mean, like the, the other one, one has. The other one feels more like a solid movie. Like they actually took thought and being like, "What should be the villain?" and all this stuff. I mean, not that that villain's any greater. But I mean, the conclusion to that villain is better than this. So, oh, one last thing: Michael yeah. Pena's comedy when he does his little monologue things. Don't worry, that's, that's what fucking like, hilarious. I was going to say him and his uh, cohorts uh, at XCon are X-Con. great. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing: the jokes are really great in this movie. Yeah. So, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, Infinity War. So at the end, Janet, Scott, and Hope. Scott, not Scott. I keep thinking um, Hank and uh, Hope and Janet. They all vanish. And I keep seeing people online being like, wow, if they bring those people back, really, that movie doesn't mean anything. Did they really fucking think that those characters are dead? I know. <laughs> people, just go look at the production schedule for the next four <laughs> I years. Know they've announced all their movies. Oh, my gosh. I think, honestly, if you're at least go on the internet, it's some kind of alternate reality or some kind of dimension where all these other people are. They're not dead. Or they no. could be dead in it, but again, it'll be in an alternate reality. Well, because they said, yeah, the uh, he can't. I think it's said in the movie. If not, it's it's been in the comics, and maybe they use the same kind of science. But he can't destroy matter. He can't erase matter. Right. So when he does that, he either remakes matter or he repl- he places it somewhere else. Right. So either they're in another dimension or they're still in that universe, but they've been you know remade into something else, so they can be brought back either way. So I don't understand why people are like, I mean, you got to watch out for that Avengers 4 because everybody who didn't get snapped away, they're gone. Right. <laughs> like Chris Evans. Uh, uh, it's like the original cast. Yeah. They're all going to be, something's going to happen to one of them or two right. of them at least. Get recast. Get younger. Like the only people, I mean, I would agree like Loki. That dude died. Yes. If he gets brought back, yes, I would get mad. Right. I get mad, but I'd be like, come on, really? There like, can't be nothing that happened. Uh, all those people that died on the chip, yes, because he did kill them. Right. But anybody from that snap, they're coming back. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's a good call. If they're like physically actually killed, yeah, they should not. I mean, back. unless, well, I mean, can the gaunt- a gauntlet can bring back people from the dead? But I mean, that still would be feel cheap. Yeah, like you can't literally see. Well, it's kind of like what happened in this movie too. It's like there's besides the snap. Like everything ended on a good note. Like every bad thing turned into it with a bow on the end, and is like surprise, everything's happy ever after. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's I what this movie is. It's like I know it's like ice cream at, at the end of the. Right. But if you're following the tone of all the other Marvel movies, tell me any other one that's done that. That's a completely 100. percent Everything's good. Ant Man one, but he's on house arrest. Not Ant Man one. This really? is because of Civil War. Oh. By the way, two years, he gets locked up for two years in his house. I think at that point, uh, you go crazy, right? Right. You can't spend two years. That's kind of a... Well, you see that scene where he's spending one day, like, just that's what I mean. trying to kill that's time. That's cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. Two years? That's a long they time. They just did that because it was civil war and, like, to make the time make sense. Right. There's no way... Yeah. You so If you can find it, WednesdayComic605 at gmail.com, if anybody has been on house arrest for two years, it's usually, like, months... Right. That makes sense. Three months. Two years. Get out of town. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you, 
you can't leave the house to get groceries and like right. there's all this stuff like at least for three months you could be like okay well like have people bringing groceries but to be somebody has to be responsible for, for two years for you to like get all your stuff right. see that would have been a bit better way for stanley's cameo in this movie i didn't even get his joke in the movie oh he may just meant oh so stanley uh his car gets shrunk and he goes you know what the 60s were fun but eventually it catches up to you something like that right yeah uh he just means that it's his main hey like he's hallucinating that his car got small because of all the drugs he's done oh so like now he's messed up but I guess someone that like is me, probably the weakest joke. I know. I was like, why don't you say seventies so people actually get the reference? But then again, like I get realistic. I may get slaughtered for saying this. I never find any of his cameos funny. Really? No, I'm always like, okay, they're Stanley. They're pretty forced, but hey. <laughs> yeah, that was what I mean. They're fuel force. Like the funny thing about it is being like, hey, that's Stanley. And at this point, twenty movies in, that's just I got for the little it. kids to be able to point out. Look at that old man. He's in this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> Some little kid. That guy's in everyone. <laughs> Who is? He? I swear to God. <laughs> You know, Mom, that's traditional Captain America. <laughs> uh, Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the movie or tweet at us at Karat2188 at Marvin underscore Saguero. Don't tweet at Alex. He hasn't seen it yet. Um, or send us a voicemail 605-215-1849 and we will play before next week's show when Alex should see it by then, right? He said he's going to see it next Wednesday. He says what he said. So we'll, said. maybe we can talk about it during free talk when we have more opinions and, and even the... Uh, AP 18 when he goes and see that movie. You think that's why he didn't see it? AP 18 is not old enough? Oh, wait, no, it's P2 Thirteen. Right. I, why, why would it be radar? And if it was 18, he could go see it. That's the dumbest joke I ever made. Is my, uh, Isn't he my, afraid of spiders? That ant kind of looks like a giant-ass spider. I think he's scared of ants. Oh. Uh, it was a good movie. Go see it. If you haven't already, well, if you're at this point, you've seen it, and you listen to these spoilers. Unless you're looking to spoiled. Uh, which I don't... We'll, we'll talk about, actually. I want to talk about that. We'll go back to listen to our main show in it or in the future. I don't know when this episode's coming out. It's coming out this week. But uh, I do want to talk about that. So uh, for Wednesday Comics, I've been Marvin. I've been Garrett. Hey, everybody. Keep watching those films. 